Call of Duty is going through a massive crisis right now. People are finding dead horses in Red Dead Online, and Sony and Microsoft are teaming up. All that and more coming up on Downloadable Gaming. Game begin. What's going on guys, Justin here, and welcome back to another episode of the Downloadable Gaming Podcast, your weekly gaming survival guide. We got these three main stories that have happened over the weekend. I know I didn't get an episode out on Friday, but a lot of things come up. But let's get right down to the news. First things first, people are finding dead horses in Red Dead Online. Okay, I get it. It's supposed to take place during the Wild West. There were no laws, no nothing. But how are we finding dead, burnt piles of horses outside of towns like Valentine? So the first sources of these dead piles of horses were brought up to Reddit and even on Twitter as gamers everywhere were posting photos and telling stories about finding them. Not only is this a terrifying and downright ugly thing to see, it also caused some performance issues. People were complaining of drop frame rates and even sometimes the server is disconnecting. The issue has been brought up to Rockstar support with no official word as to whether or not they fixed the issue. However, gamers are now reporting empty towns and lack of animals outside in the wild, which shows that Rockstar probably has started trying to fix the issue. So what caused it? Well, no one can officially know for sure, but a lot of people are saying that this has to do with a duplication glitch that you can do in Red Dead Online, where gamers have been taking advantage of it by multiplying the amounts of fish that they have in their inventory, which can bring up a lot of money. So what does this mean for sure? Well, I'm assuming people were multiplying one dead horse and duplicating it over and over the same way they were doing it for the fish. It kind of sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds very ludicrous, but that's what I think it is. I think there was just some troll who was going around Red Dead Online and just duplicating dead fish, dead, uh, dead fish, dead horses. Sorry about that, guys. And putting it over and over and over and over and over and over and over until nobody can get it anymore. But the fact that this thing not only looks horrifying, it looks like something PETA would make a whole accusation of Rockstar for. But the simple fact that this is actually causing performance issues in Red Dead Online and it's led to... And it's led to Rockstar saying, you know what, we're going to take out all the wildlife in the forest right now. We're going to take some empty cities. We're going to empty out some of the towns. It's just, come on, Rockstar, you got to do better than that. You have to fix this one issue, not cause potentially more issues, because now you're going to make Red Dead Online sound boring. With that out of the way, we need to talk about this whole Call of Duty dilemma that's going on. So if you haven't realized over the past almost decade now, Call of Duty goes in a realm of cycles. Yes, Activision is pretty much in charge of the Call of Duty series. However, everything is split between three studios who basically work on three different versions of the game. You have our Black Ops series, you have our Modern Warfare series, and then you have like World War II or any kind of historical base Call of Duty. So what's happening? Well, we all know this year, 2019's version of Call of Duty is supposed to be the next Modern Warfare series, which means that next year, 
Sledgehammer Games is supposed to take over and release their version of Call of Duty, which we assumed was going to take place during the Vietnam War. But Activision decided to scrap that idea altogether and said, you know what? We're going to skip Sledgehammer's version of the game and we're going to go straight to Treyarch, who's going to release the new Black Ops 5. What's the cause for the mishap? Well, apparently there is some tension between... Well, apparently there is some tension between Sledgehammer Games and Raven, who's a studio that's supposed to be assisting Sledgehammer in this new Call of Duty title. Apparently they were butting heads and Activision decided to pull the plug on the idea and skip them all together. Now Sledgehammer and Raven are now assisting Treyarch with Black Ops 5, specifically working on the campaign mode for the game. Okay, so we're still getting our Call of Duty next year. What's the problem with that? Well, these studios are used to having three years to work on a game. I think this has been going on since 2012 where they had a three-year cycle between games. But now Treyarch has to release a Black Ops game in two years. And yes, they got the extra help from Sledgehammer and Raven who is not used to working on this series. And you know what that means for them? It means a potentially rushed game. Now, I don't like first-person shooters. I've talked about this numerous times on the podcast. I'm not good at it, and I just generally am not a fan of it. Uh, You know what I'm not a fan of more than that? Rushed video games. And Call of Duty has been one of those games that have tried to just push out a new chapter every single year. And most of the time, we get the exact same game as we had the last time. And a bigger problem than that is the fact that we already complain, and I mean we as in a lot of gamers, a lot of you are first-person shooter fanatics, complain about graphics, we complain about the direction that the game went in, we complain about server issues, we complain about X, Y, and Z, so many other things. And that's when these guys have their full timeline to make and develop the game. So can you imagine... What kind of backlash Activision can get if this game flops because it was rushed? Because you decided to break a well-oiled machine of studios working on various different games, having the time to do it because of a little, what, beef between two studios? For that... I just cut out Raven and be like, listen, Sledgehammer, you got to do this on your own then. We still need a Call of Duty game. You've been working on this for almost three years. All right, we got more news coming up in just a bit. But first, we're going to take a minute to hear a word from our sponsors. For our very last story that had hit over the weekend, how is it that Sony and Microsoft are finally teaming together. Sony, PlayStation, out of all people, the people who didn't want cross-platform play with their consoles is now teaming up with literally their biggest competition when it comes to video games in Microsoft and Xbox. So how did this come about? Well, get this. Sony and Microsoft want to work together for a new cloud-based gaming service. So we've seen cloud-based gaming before with Sony and with Microsoft. 
Xbox has their version of it. PlayStation has their version of it. But they have to work together now because they have a common enemy. Because Google, out of all people, is making their way into the cloud gaming space. And when you have a tech giant like Google, who's like, you know what? We're going to break into this industry. And Google has the resources, the tech, and just the overall branding. When they say, we are going to break into this space, they break into it and buy their way or create their way into jumping into the lead. You got to think of it like this. Take it out of the gaming space. This is a cloud game at this point. This is something Google has been dominating for years. If you look at cloud-based drives like Google Drive, if you look at cloud-based saving, cloud-based emails, the only other people that work on cloud-based stuff more than Google is probably Apple. And Apple's not getting into the gaming industry anytime soon. So with this little deadly alliance between Microsoft and Sony, what can we expect? Well, I don't know, to be honest. I've never been a fan of cloud-based gaming. I don't even like digital downloads for gaming, let alone a cloud service that many of these companies will probably charge extra for. We've seen it with Xbox Game Pass. If this means that Sony and Microsoft are finally going to team up and can probably team them up and can probably team up for more business down the road, you know what? I'll test it out. I'll be a fan and see where this goes. Obviously, this project that they are working on won't be available for a couple of years, but when it does become available and I get to see the end product, I will definitely be talking to you guys on the podcast about it. But for now, that's all we got for today. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to follow us at Downloadable Gaming on Facebook and Instagram for video versions of this podcast. Also, the website has been released. So if you're more of a reader and you want to read more about these stories, I go into full details on a blog at downloadablegaming.com. That is www.downloadablegaming.com. And you can get articles on this stories that we talked about on the podcast, as well as other stories going on in the world of gaming. Until then, I'll see you guys next time.